Hi, welcome to Kids Verse, a podcast created by Kids for Kids. I'm Lily. And I'm Evie. And each month we talk to people about their jobs. This month we're talking to Meg. She's a lawyer. Fact, lawyers wear wigs in court called perukes. Perukes are used to give a formality to court proceedings but also were first used because of lice and disease. Disease in the 17th century meant that many people lost their hair and being bald was not socially acceptable because it meant you were sick and you could lose your reputation. Perukes used to be made with human hair and later horse hair was used. I think as well that people used to shave their hair so that the lice didn't have somewhere to live. And then what happened is that that became the fashion. And lawyers kept, because we're an old profession, we looked like we wanted to not change, wanted it to be stable, and they kept that fashion when the fashion moved on to something else. We acknowledge that we are on the lands of the Wurundjeri people who have been custodians of this land for thousands of years. Welcome, Mag. What do you do as a lawyer? What area do you work in? As a lawyer, I work with business people. So I work in what we call commercial law. So I don't go to court as a rule. People who are barristers always go to court. I'm a commercial solicitor. So when people want to set up a business or buy a house or sometimes if they owe somebody a debt and they're being sued for some money because they haven't paid people, they come and see me and I work things out with them, both sides, so that they're not fighting. So so say if you want to buy a house, you need to be registered on what we call the lands registry as the landowner. So you need a lawyer to help you enter into the contract to buy the house and then to have you registered with the government as owning the house. So we help you with that. And if you want to enter into an agreement with somebody, maybe to build the house. So you want to tell a builder how you want the house built you come to see me and I write you a contract with the builder. So that's what a commercial lawyer does. A criminal lawyer will work if you've broken the law and you're going to be put in jail, a criminal lawyer will defend you and they go to court a lot. How did you become a lawyer? I went to university and I did a five-year course back then I was able to do that. Now it's a much longer course. So if you would go to university at Melbourne now, you have to do at least six years to become a lawyer. And then you do one year with a law in a law firm with somebody who's already a lawyer. And then I had to sign a document at court to say that I would always uphold the law and treat my clients with respect. And after I'd agreed to do that, I was given a certificate to be a practising lawyer. Have you ever thought the person you were representing was guilty? Well, like I said, these days I don't do much criminal law. So it's not that people come to me if they've been charged with stealing or something like that. 
People come to me when they want a contract written. So usually I'm working with people who are business people who just want to record their agreement so that if something goes wrong later, there's a document that says this is what we agreed and I'm going to insist that you keep to this agreement. I haven't for many years had to represent anybody who's been charged with a crime. But when I was a very young lawyer, I did some criminal work. And yes, some of them were guilty. But if somebody is guilty, they're still entitled to the processes of the law. So the police have to prove they are guilty. And if the police can't prove it, then they are not guilty. It doesn't mean they're innocent, but there is a process that the police have to follow. So that's the first thing. So I have to make sure that the police have enough evidence to show that they are guilty. And if there is enough evidence to show that they are guilty, then I try to get the least severe sentence. So the minimum amount of time in jail. But as a lawyer, I am not allowed to lie to the court. So if I'm not allowed to, if I know somebody has, is guilty, I'm not allowed to say or to allow them to say they're not guilty. I'm just allowed to say to the police, you must prove that they are guilty. So it's not up to the person who is charged with a crime to prove they are innocent. It's up to the police to prove that they are guilty. What do you do as a commercial lawyer? As a commercial lawyer, I write contracts for people. If you are going to enter into an agreement to have your house painted and you wanted a particular colour, I can write an agreement. You, you agree with the painter, you will come on Wednesday, you'll paint it blue, you'll work for five days, you'll use a certain quality of paint and all that has to be written down so that if it's not done, the painter doesn't do it in accordance with what you've agreed, then you won't pay him the full amount of money. Or if he does do what's agreed, you agree you're going to pay him $100 to do that and then you don't pay him $100, you need to show that it was agreed that you were going to pay him $100. So at the end, you sign the contract and then they do the work and if the work is not done in accordance with the agreement, one side can complain about the other side. Now that goes to court too, but when that goes to court... That's usually a barrister who goes to court, not me. I give it to another special type of lawyer called a barrister. Do you have to wear a wig and always have a briefcase? Is the wig itchy? I don't have to wear a wig when I work. When I go to court, it depends, and I don't go to court often, but it depends what level of court I go to. The barristers at a certain level must wear a wig. I'm not a barrister. I don't have to wear a wig. The wigs aren't itchy. No. They're itchy if you haven't got any hair. What's important in court is the judge thinks just about what you're saying, not what you look like. It's to make everybody look about the same and you put on a big coat 
so that, that the judge who's listening to your arguments isn't distracted by your clothes. So you put a big black coat on as well and a wig. And it's when you are in the very high courts where it's really important that that's what's required. These days, everything's in a computer and you're allowed to take your computer into court. And when I go into court these days, I have some paper, but remembering that I don't go to court often. Is it scary defending someone going into court? Can be. And when I was young, I used to get very scared, but I got used to it. Commercial lawyers are still lawyers. They're not criminal lawyers. Okay, so a criminal lawyer is somebody who defends somebody who's on a crime. A commercial lawyer deals with people who have not complied with their contract. First of all, to write the contract, but it is scary. It's scary going to court all the time, but I get used to it. You get used to it as you get older. Has someone ever gotten an unfair judgment and how did it make you feel? Yes, people get unfair judgments and it makes you feel like maybe there was something else you should have done, that you haven't done it correctly. But uh, you do the best you can each time and that you just have to tell yourself that's all you can do, the best you can do. And if it doesn't work out the way you think it should, in our profession as lawyers, the judge gets the final say. You don't. You've just got to accept it. What made you go into commercial law? Because I like dealing with people who are building things up. So they've got an idea in their head and they want to develop an idea, but they need a contract. They need to write down what they're doing. So two people who are trying to enter into an arrangement to do something positive, whereas criminal law, it, you're usually dealing with people who are charged with doing something bad. So that's why I went into commercial law. Say if you're going to go into business and you think you're a good dress designer and you want to go into business for a dress as, as and you're going to design clothes. So uh, you need a property. You need somewhere to work from. So you need a lease on a property or to buy a property. A lawyer helps you do that. You need to have a contract with all your customers so that when you sell your dresses to the shops, they have to pay you and you have to promise what type of dresses you'll buy. So you need a lawyer to write that down for you. And the reason you write it down is if either side, either you don't produce the dress or they don't pay you for the dress, you need to be able to go to the judge and say, make them pay it. So I start when you are starting out and you're building up your business and you're thinking, I want to go, I think I've got a good idea and this is what I want to do. You go and see a lawyer and say, write down my arrangements for me. So, and on the other side, you're dealing with people who've been charged by the law and some of them are pretty shady people and not much fun to deal with. And it's not much fun going into jails either. Isn't it a crime when you don't follow the rules of a contract? It's a crime when you are involved, when the police are involved. But if you don't follow the rules of the contract, then the other party to the contract, the other person in the contract, can decide whether to take you to the judge to have the contract enforced. But if you do something that the government says you shouldn't do and the police are going to chase you and there will be a fine or you go to jail, that's a crime. 
under a contract if the other side decides that they are going to insist that you meet the contract then you don't get a penalty you just have to perform the contract so either pay the money or pay compensation that is due under the contract but you don't go to jail and you're not charged a fine. What's the most interesting case you've worked on? One big case I had to work on did involve going to court a lot but I didn't speak in court, the barrister spoke and that was when two men entered into an agreement to buy a pub and one of the men didn't abide by the agreement and took all the money himself. And so what I had, I hadn't written the agreement, so I had to go and read the agreements and find out what they'd agreed to do and then write it all out so that the judge could decide whether or not he had breached the contract, the man who took all the money for himself. Can you make up your own contract? Oh, yes, that's what I do. For, do you mean without a lawyer? Well, you can, but the problem is when people write their own contracts, they often don't know how a judge will read that contract. So they think they're writing what they've agreed, but in fact when the judge reads it, they haven't written it correctly. And that can, that's why you need a lawyer to write it for you because we're taught how to write the contract so the judge knows what it means. But when you buy a house, you need a lawyer. So when you buy a car, a lawyer has written the agreement. You don't get a lawyer, but the person who sells you the car has usually used a contract that the lawyer has written for him or her. What did you want to be when you are age? I think I wanted to be a nurse when I was your age. I didn't really know what I wanted to do till I finished school. Lots of other things even since then, but that sort of changed and because uh, I wasn't into sciences. So I became a lawyer. Thank you for the interview. You're very welcome. It's been most enjoyable. Now, ladies, do you want to be lawyers? Maybe. Depends. Am I want to be a criminal? Criminal lawyer? I'm not sure. But it's, it's very exciting being a commercial lawyer. You're involved in a lot of interesting projects. Thanks for listening to Kids First. Tell your friends all about it. You can contact us at kidsfirst.com.au or via Twitter at kids underscore verse.